check the sea rules still alive. Are you still alive now? I am still alive. Cool. You're still alive, Very Beth? much alive, yeah, very much. Excellent, that is good news. And welcome to episode 46 of the Elm Park Rails podcast. <laughs> this is um, going to be a rare one when we have an upbeat tone, which is lovely, isn't it? Mm. It is good to know that we're actually going to be talking about a win and a possibility of another win on Saturday. Easy now. <laughs> no, no, I said possibility. I didn't say... Absolutely 100% certain because well, we're kicking a football around, so I guess you're right. There is a possibility, <laughs> there is a slim possibility. So, Nate, you were at the game on Saturday. What did you make of it? Uh, I thought it was a Saturday that was very good value for money to start with. Uh, that was my overriding factor when I came out, it was relief. And oh, my 18 quid was well spent then. That's, that's what I thought when I came out. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the first half. I mean, four goals. We were we scored a couple of very good goals. Um, Mate with a good finish. Kelly with an even better one. It's about time he turned up and did something this season. Nice of him to wait till November. Um, and but the downside and, and the negative aspect of this week was how just stupid our, our players are after scoring a goal. It's, it's so basic and. They're not learning, are they? No, you know, it, no. It's, it's honestly, it's some of the dumbest football I've seen uh, this season. That's saying something. I know that's a bold statement. <laughs> that is a bold statement. Wow. But when you've got one minute to go before half time, you've just taken a 2 1 lead, you can't get that excited about it that you forget to, to defend or just kick the ball up the field. Kick it out yeah. for a goal kick up the other end. Yeah. You've got one minute to go, um, hold on to the 2 1 lead. But no, you, have to, you give them the encouragement. By going in at two two at half time, and um, I was worried at half time, along with a lot of people. Social media was—I mean, it was one of the most vicious I've seen, and it was only two two by that point. Um, and I was fearing the worst. Yeah, totally. I mean, I was as well. I mean, I think I tweeted out something along the lines of uh, at half time saying that Paul Clement effectively had forty five minutes to save his job. If we'd managed to lose that game on Saturday, I think he would have—he wouldn't be the manager now. I think even if you uh, look at his comments afterwards, how much he was saying there was such a huge win for him, I think it, reading in between the lines, I think that would have been a very, very costly defeat for him. Yeah. Whether he would have gone, I think he'd be incredibly close. What do you think now? I think so. I think obviously I wasn't wasn't there. I was in lovely London, um, but I, as as Nate says, I saw I had the the goal alert come through at two one. I thought oh forty five plus one at handy going into half time. Seconds later, or oh, buzz again, or oh, are you joking? How can we it was, that? it was like that, wasn't it? It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it, it, we keep doing this, you know, catalogue of errors that lead to us going ahead and then conceding either shortly afterwards or you know, imminently. Um, and you just think at some point they've got to learn, haven't they? That they they've got to keep switched on, or they've got to concentrate even further, or just as Nate says, do the basics and just clear your lines, get it out of trouble. Um, but obviously something happened in the second half, and, and they they did a awful lot better on that, and we managed to get 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 the winner out of it. But as you say, losing that one would have been very very hard for Paul to recover from. Yeah, I think it would have. Yeah, I think his situation would have been irretrievable. Yeah. I mean, he joked himself, so. didn't he? Yeah. He's got the job for another week. Yes, he did say that, and I, he was slightly joking, but I think if we lose to Ipswich, I think that joke might come back on him slightly. Yeah. But we'll go back and talk about this game against Bristol City. Uh, I thought we played really well for the first 20 minutes or so. 
and deserved to take the lead. We had not just the goal uh, that came, and I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who scored this goal. Mate, yes, that's it. Yes, that was it. Was there? I know, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? When you're doing these things, your mind sometimes just goes bang. <laughs> it was defensive blunder from Bristol City. Both their centre halves seem to try to clear it. Seem to go against each other. Then it falls to Mate. He takes it well. Um, a little bit of confidence, I think, he's gained from the previous goals. And before, I think he would have slashed at that and just tried to hit it as hard as possible. Mm. Now he's put it in the corner. I mean, what do you think of Mate in the last few weeks, Nath? I, I well, I mean, we're we're all critics of the of the Ron Gourlay four year deal, but it seems to have sparked something in him. He seems to be a lot more determined now, and he's got it seems to be like a bit of intelligence is there now. In what he's doing, I mean, he's he was worry, really worrying the Bristol City defenders when he was on, because um, I know you weren't at the game, but after about twenty seconds, he barged one of them over. They went absolutely flying, and that's where he actually injured himself. Yes, um, injured himself really early, but that sends the kind of message to their defenders: don't piss about with me, mate, because I'm I'm huge. I'm going to knock you over, and that set the tone because the crowd were up for it. The crowd saw that determination. And the, I thought the crowd were really good in the first half on Saturday. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I saw quite a lot of it, but I think that um, it's a shame that he's gone off injured after 37 minutes, I think. And let's hope that he's actually fit for Saturday against Ipswich, because I did see quite a lot of Bristol City fans saying afterwards that Mate was a complete pain in the arse to them. And that's exactly what you want to see from the opposition fans, isn't it? We've got no one else like that either. Offensive or defensive, it actually bosses the opposition players around. No, and maybe the only one we possibly could have had was the Iranian Azatale. He had that little yeah. kind of edge about him. I think if he yeah. had played, he would have been in the face of opposition players he, as well. He is what's known as a nasty bastard. Yeah, I think he is. I think oh my that, God, we needed something. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think there's any point denying that. Yeah, I think he has definitely got yeah. that potential. Yeah. Then we go on to concede just an absolutely... I don't know what was going on with this first goal that we conceded. Bristol City have the ball on the edge of the area. Bulldog decides to get just ridiculously jump when it was obvious the Bristol City player wasn't going to shoot. He just sold himself so much. Then Yadam is playing everyone onside. Blackett is on the opposite side, obviously playing at left back. He's possibly not playing him onside. But then John O'Shea's tried to play offside at a different level. So you've got three different players playing offside at different angles. And it just obviously didn't work. He was onside, clearly. He goes through, and uh, it's harder not to score, really, from that kind of distance. So we held on to the lead for 15 minutes there. So that was pretty good going for us. (laughs) Pretty good going. And then Liam Kelly decides to uh, show us what he is capable of. He's definitely capable of those moments. You're not going to get them 20 of those a season. I'd love to see that. But he just needs that confidence. And I thought Kelly played better on Saturday. Um, The goal, we know he can do that. He had something that wasn't exactly the same last week against uh, Swansea from the edge of the area from a corner. And he managed to put it wide. This time he hits it top corner. And you think, as we just discussed, going to half-time, 2-1, just describe that defending, Nath, for the second goal. I mean, it was beyond laughable. I just couldn't believe it, because I think the ball went up in the air about three times. The initial cross, then a header, then another one, but then it went in. Um, And there's so many people to blame for it. You can almost blame everyone who was was on the 
field of play at the time. Uh, my son who was with me, he's, he's 10. That's the most angry I've seen him after a, <laughs> a goal. He was, he actually punched the uh, the advertising hoarding. Really? It was, I mean, yeah. even a 10-year-old knows. <laughs> when you've got one minute before half-time, you don't invite pressure and then let them juggle the ball yeah. around in the box. And what I would say is, the person I'm almost most critical of in that situation is Walker. Mm. This guy is six foot, six, 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 six so seven. He's massive. Six, something seven, like that. Yeah. He's not coming off of his line and he doesn't do it in games. And I don't, mm. there's obviously, that's a weak point for him because otherwise he would come out and claim more crosses. He's huge. Yeah. There's no excuse for him not to win, uh, go and win that ball where Yildon heads up in the air, for example. Mm. He should be going out for that one yeah. without any shadow of a doubt. And that's, that worries me a little bit. Yeah, Walker does slightly, um, slightly concern me on these. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen If you remember West Brom. Uh, yes. That yeah. was horrendous. Yeah, 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 that was horrendous. There's, yeah, you can't um, excuse that, really. So he's got a track record now, and that's something that is concerning me. Yeah, yeah, he came into the team, obviously, for Jacola, who yeah, I thought during the spell that he was back, I think we'd probably all agree on this, I don't know for certain, but I thought he did nothing wrong, essentially, in the games. I know, I know he's out because he's injured, yeah. and that's yeah. different, but if he's not injured and he's okay, I'd put him straight back into the team for Saturday. Yes. Because Walker, um, I think, is more likely to make mistakes mm. at this moment in time. Jacola's um, confidence must be sky high at the moment. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've all got their weaknesses as goalkeepers, haven't they? But the th- of the three, none of them really come and collect balls comfortably and th- with any kind of authority. Which is strange, really, because if you you look at activity in in, in the penalty box. Goalkeepers can come and go and get the ball with impunity, and the ref's not going to touch them. They're just going to, well, yeah, that's your ball to get. I'm going to you know, let you clamber over two, three players and get the ball, and there's no free kick. So, why goalkeepers are so reticent to actually come forward and do that, like they says, it's a weird one. I don't know if it's, it is a confidence thing, but all of, all of our goalkeepers have had a go, but none of them do that, which is really, really strange. No, bizarrely, the most confident one, which I probably wouldn't have said before the start of the season, before the Millwall game, was probably Chikola. Yeah. And he yeah. even he punches it a lot. Yeah. But he gets rid of it, and he was doing it okay. Yeah, that's fine. So, if you're confident enough yeah. that you're going to at least clear it, that's fine. But if you don't come for the ball in the first place, that's yeah, more infuriating than not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would rather Walker came for that cross and or the or the rebound and missed it than just stood there and did nothing which is yeah. what he did he, he, yeah. he'd made no attempt to use his asset which is his height yeah the crossing should be a strong point that should be the, the bread and butter for him um, it, it, for some reason it's just not there on one thing for Walker though when it was one he did make a good save and he yes. did come out and block it so he it wasn't was, all yeah. negative he made a good one se- a second half as well, and he definitely him. made a vital one in the last few moments so we yeah. move into the second half and I thought from what I saw, we actually um, showed some fight and spirit and uh, played like a team. It was not high quality. Let's not pretend that it was. But you're not certainly going to get that from a team that's only got three wins before Saturday. So Bristol City, I thought they huffed and puffed and they had one golden chance right at the end. And they also hit the post, but that kind of hit the player. But they didn't carve us open, I felt, like Millwall did a lot. I didn't feel Millwall had Millwall had chance after chance against us. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Bristol City had that. Did you Did you feel that? No, no feel... I, I was really unimpressed with them pretty much mm-hmm. the whole game. I think we, we gave them the two goals. Um, they didn't do too much else. 
apart from the one chance at the end, like you say, they were they seemed a bit lost, Bristol City to me. They reminded me of us in some ways uh, early in the season. But they, yeah, there was nothing really about them. They had a striker at front who looked like a a like an imitation Mate. Um, I can't remember his name. Diego. Yeah, yeah. And he cost them a lot of money, and I, he's yeah. really. Five or six million. He's, he's yeah, a really odd player. He didn't do anything at all. No. Um, yeah, they were a strange team, Bristol City, and I can see them falling like a stone. If they, if they they've they've lost a few from last season, haven't they? Where they did work. Yes, they Flint's did. They, yes, gone. they definitely flint and they uh, lost um, Brian as well. He's gone. I they've lost the core, haven't they? they they've lost quite a few yes. of their, their main players. They're twelfth at the moment with twenty-two points. So yeah, they're only seven points off the drop, and that's. I don't know, I think they'll probably be okay because the teams around us are so poor, but they could be involved at some point, yes. Mm-hmm. If they keep playing like that and all of a sudden confidence just goes out of them. But yeah, I, I didn't think we were in any, tr- any trouble at all. And I think um, a lot of it comes from O'Shea. I think he's a very calming influence back there. I mean, mm-hmm. He's going to get done for pace every day of the week by yeah. a quick striker, but you've got Liam Moore next to him who can counter that slightly. Um, so and you got Black in Yadon, and neither of them are no, slow. No, no, no. So, so um, his his experience over the over in that game particularly was was really vital. I yeah, think. no, he's come in and he's done okay, hasn't he? I mean, people think it was uh, harsh to drop Elori, and I think it was definitely harsh in some ways. But we do need some experience in there. You could say that we're still doing shambolic defending, even with John O'Shea in the team, but. I can see the logic with the move. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I think it's think... a very tricky decision to make for Clement because individually, Moore is obviously one of our better players, and Alori has improved an awful lot. So to take one of those out of the equation, it was never going to be more. But he obviously felt he needed to do something to try and stabilise things, and maybe we're not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, it was a tricky one to for O'Shea to come in. Um, it's. it's it's going to be a work in progress to see if that back four stays the same and we gain some confidence and clean sheets there. But, um, yeah, you kind of need O'Shea. Oh, yeah. I, I think the centre-back partnership could depend on who the strikers are that we're playing against. If you've got yeah. a very nippy, mm. nippy strike force yeah. against you, I don't think you can play O'Shea. I don't think no, you can. I can get that, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. common there that still only one striker is... is it's the forte now, isn't it? So yeah. O'Shea can be afforded to play at the back if Moore kind of picks up the striker more often than not. Yeah, there's definitely no drop-off. I don't suddenly think that John O'Shea's um, weak in the team. I don't think he's massively strengthened yeah. it in some ways. He must ways, have been brought in for his experience. Yeah, more than yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not going to get the impact of him coming in straight away. No. It's amazing, isn't it? At the start of the season, everyone would thought, oh, John O'Shea, mm-hmm. not quite sure. And uh, now people are saying, I'd be quite disappointed if he's not playing. <laughs> the impact, I, th- I think yeah. I'd still have a Lorian over him, though. But I would yeah. have O'Shea there to come on, maybe, when you need that bit of... Oh, he's a great player to bring yeah. on. That's what yeah. you need him for, I think. I don't think yeah. I would start him that often. But something must have happened with a Lorian that we don't know about, maybe. Or... He did have an injury, didn't he? Um... He did have a he couple of ifish games there. Birmingham was a bit yeah. 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 He, yeah, definitely against Birmingham, he was so we not great. had the luxury of playing about... Three that would yeah, we, we did it against Hull, didn't we? Yes, we did, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. very good. But yeah. we haven't got a the Hull rubbish. rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There is that one. And probably the other than ourselves, probably the worst side we've seen at Dayski. I'm years. hoping we see another bad ball on Saturday. 
Um, kind of thinking that might be the case and I'm hoping that's not us <laughs> so we did manage to score a third goal the winning goal and I thought it was a really good goal actually a team move you had Kelly McCleary then to Barrow who's obviously been out and nobody knows exactly why it's a mystery that maybe Enu Blyton would get to the bottom of it's um, we just don't know but they set it up lovely and the finish from Bakuna was exactly want to see what you want to see from a kind of I'm not quite sure. Is he, would you call him an attacking midfielder? I'm not quite sure what Bakuna is. He's, he's, he's just a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah. He's, neither one's he's not defensive, though. He's not no, defensive. Not so he's more attacking than. No. Yeah. 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 Auxiliary midfielder. Auxiliary, yeah. yeah. I like he's that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but a lovely finish. Because, yet again, it's another one where you could have snatched at it, tried to hit it too hard. Just nice. Yeah, it was placed, yeah. placed nicely. He. Given it obviously to go ahead in the game with twenty odd minutes to go, you'd you'd think there'd be an awful lot of pressure on him to put that one away. Chances tend to be you know, a bit of a premium, but he, he he took it took it really nicely. I mean, it wasn't the the easiest shot in the world to put away. Um, he was a few players around him too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he did well to tuck that one away. I think. Did your son enjoy that one? Though? Yes, that was a, yes. He really did enjoy that one. That was a, did he punch the hoarding again? No, no, no. He he punched the air this time. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's good. enjoyment. Um, <laughs> no I think Bakuna has um, benefited from playing in one position this season. He's been in midfield the whole time. He's not had to shift around. So that was a finish of confidence. He believes in himself again a bit more, and he knows that he's one of the first on the team. <coughs> right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so totally it's, it's, he's a confidence player. He's not someone you want in your team when he's down and in the dumps. I don't think. I think he'd disappear like he did a few times. But I think he's going to be quite a big player for us. Yeah, I think he's feeling loved at the moment, like you just said, Nate, because he has been consistently played in midfield. There's been slight alterations of position, but there hasn't been. Has he played right back at any point this season? If he has, has been don't think he has. I think he's played all of them. Yeah. He might midfield. have moved there once or twice, but yeah, maybe. maybe but yeah. he, he ain't a right back, by the way. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not a right back. We know that, yeah. But that was the point when uh, we had a different era. <laughs> it, it is just nice that we've got a midfielder now that will pop up in those positions. Because I think last season we were saying it over and over that no one was making runs from midfield and going into that six yard box. Um, so for him to do that, to effectively rely on Kelly and I don't know if Renato was still on the field, but I don't mm. think he was, um, to leave those two behind, you want exactly the, the most heavyweight of infielders, um, that's quite brave really. But it pays mm. off because I think he did it in another game away from home, didn't he, where he scored an equaliser, I think, and Clement said, I don't even know what he was doing there. Was that against Preston? Um, possibly he possibly. scored a goal. Um, yes. But at least someone's doing it, and it's having an effect, which is good. Yeah, totally, and that brings me on to Rinomoto, who I thought was our best player on Saturday. I think he showed a little bit of what he's seen. I've seen from him in a couple of League Cup matches. He's got a little bit of a brain, and he doesn't just pass forwards or sideways. He's thinking about it. He seems to be a little bit ahead of everyone else in our midfield at some points for that role. Not in the attacking sense, but defensive. I put him above Mola or straight away. I think he's got something about him, and I think he'll we'll see quite a lot of him throughout the season. 
if we, no, if we don't get injuries or things. But I think he's a, a good player. Mm. That's and as he's an academy player, he's always going to get more time. Yeah, 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 and that's easier, isn't it? Yeah. If you're going to get support, if he does anything positive, it lifts the crowd. Yeah. This is why sometimes it helps to throw some of them in because they've got nothing to lose. Him being on the team sheet really lifted people, I think, because they, exactly. they, they, they saw, oh, it's a new face. I mean, he's, he's not damaged goods. He wasn't there last season when we were mm. struggling against relegation, really. He was on the bench a few times, but he yes. wasn't a major no, player. No one blamed him. No. Um, and there's, there's literally no pressure on him. Like you say, people are going to give him a chance. Mm. He could have turned up and scored two own goals on Saturday. He would still have backed him. None of us would have gotten his back yet because no. he's a young kid from our academy, like you say. And that's what we want to see. I've been calling for that for a long time now. We've needed it. Um, and if it keeps David Myler out the side, I'm happy. <laughs> Not a fan of David Myler. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think no. I, I don't think I've met anyone who is. <laughs> no, no, um, he hasn't been. I don't think he's been good when he's played for Reading. No, he looks quite. Um, he looks past his peak. Let's put it that way. Um, he's fully fit and not in the squad. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, he's still being picked for Ireland though. They are. Yeah. <laughs> which, I saw them in yesterday. Which is quite amazing, well, isn't I, it? I think yeah. they might be struggling more than us, to be honest. <laughs> your pool must be thin if you're a player that has kicked the ball. And, and, and your pool must be really thin, and, and your the nation must be really struggling if Liam Kelly turns you down. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a whole different topic that we're not going to go on to. I'd say hopefully. We see quite a similar team to um, on Saturday we saw against uh, Bristol City, but we'll come on to that later. So f- for once, maybe for the first time in a while, it's actually quite positive EPR3. <coughs> so Ian M 1871 friend of the show, <laughs> said few needed that. I hope he's having a mojito as he's listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Mark T, he goes to so many games, Mark Thiersten. Um Hard workplace. And if he thinks they're working hard, I think that's good enough for me. Good yeah, and um, Rinomoto, class act from uh, Matt M. John Hyde points out something that is very true. How many injuries have we got? Yeah, it's just incredible. And also, with uh, Bod Varson as well, mm. now out as well. It's uh, six weeks roughly. Well, at least, isn't it? Broken yeah. bone, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. I don't want to say Gareth McCleary played with a bad, bad broken yeah. back, but you know. <laughs> he didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think with Bod Varson, though, if I wanted anyone in our team to get injured, it would have been one of the strikers, I think, because we've got, we, we've got a fair share of them. Have we I got think. any quality, though? I, I know we've got a lot yeah. of them, but are they any of them quality? I mean, we've got the numbers, is what I mean. We've got, yeah, we've got Mate, we've got, got Bulldog, Loder, McNulty, if you need him. The Loder's never play, so we don't know. I, I like Loder, and I would like to see him evolve to some point. So, what, what I mean is, I don't it's not going to kill us as much as if, if Liam Moore got injured, for example. That would no, really, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah that's really, definitely true. Yeah, I think we've got enough injured all across the board, really. We've got loads, got so many, and obviously, there's good signs that maybe Jordan Abid is coming back. That's a long process, isn't it? He's, ooh, I'm worried. No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried because these things can happen with long term injuries. Jonathan uh, said about January, February, didn't he, for him? Yeah, I think Scarlett, his wife, uh, tweeted something today saying he's having an injection on his knee or yeah. something. And no, he said he should be fine. And uh, it's probably Scarlett would be to know a little bit more about what's going on than all of yeah, us. Absolutely. I would suspect. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And Harriet played today? Did he? Yes. Okay. The lesser spotted camera. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, well, let's hope so. We'd have so many right wingers. <laughs> Incredible. More, more than you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no politics on oh, this yeah, show. Oh, yeah, no politics. No politics no, on okay. this show. 
Yeah, because we'd have McCleary. Popper. Yeah, Popper. Wow. God, that is a blast. <laughs> I've forgotten all about him. Him and Dave Edwards must have a, they must do separate things. Why on you mention Dave Edwards? No, oh, I don't know. Him. Sometimes We'd all forgotten. We'd all forgotten. But, all forgotten. but I do forget the size of our squad, though. We're playing these players, and we none of them are anywhere near the squad. And none of them, most of them aren't anywhere near good enough. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, yes. 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 that's the, the problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've signed so many players on kind of punts or I don't know. Check on the cheap, I think, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah, 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 cheap. Yeah, definitely very, very cheap. And um, some of them have come off. Maite's a fine example of one of them coming off, so. Must say. Yeah. Well, he's mm. going to effectively stay fit, otherwise, our strike force is going to look very lightweight. Yeah, because if we just have Bulldog up front. I mean, McNulty, yeah. Well, you'd play Loader. I'd put Loader in. Oh yeah, I'm just yeah. saying he's available. Really, that is. Mm. I'd, I'd have Loader ahead of McNulty. Yeah, if you had oh, anything. Yeah, I, I would as well. So. I think. Yeah, we've seen McNulty. Um, then Loader is. I've seen Loader. So give me well, a game. So, if you're yeah. going to play a striker that's in form, then you'd put Loader in right now. Yeah, you got to. He's banging form. Admittedly, we have seen Loader, but I don't really remember him when he played in that League Cup match. But. Yeah, he was, yeah, he's so informed. Some of the goals he scored, he scored against Aston Villa at the weekend as well. He scored a couple, yeah. yeah and they're not tappings, are they? Super. Yeah, if yeah. he's scoring just tappings or um, the rest of the team, he seems able to make his own goals, which I think is something that yeah. all teams want. That yeah, I know the defending. There's something there with him, isn't it? Yeah, there is. There is. I know the defending in the under 23s is it's not great, but you still have to score them. And from what Paul Clements said, he said he has to dominate games in the under-23s to get into the squad. Well, he can't stop scoring, can he's he? So what it. more can he do, really? So maybe It wouldn't surprise see. me if he's on the bench at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Surprise me. Get him involved, because Bob Larson, like we just said, is going to be out for... And it's the type of game that if we do manage to get get that laugh at me now, oh, no, a two-goal go lead, <laughs> say, you could bring him on if you feel that the game's in control and you mm. can put him on risk-free. Yeah. I was, certainly wouldn't do it if we're chasing the game, but um, whatever needs must, really. But I, you'd like to think that it's starting to get to, close to the time where he needs to be given a shot. For his own confidence and another thing, in other ways, he's scoring goals under 23 with no reward. You're, you're never getting experience until you get experience. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so he's doing everything yeah. he can to actually yeah. get noticed. So Yeah, I mean, because if he's not playing in January, he's got to go out on loan. Yeah. He's got to go out on loan somewhere because he play, needs to play adult football essentially, Does he, doesn't he? Have he? Contract? No, I don't no, think so. Three years last okay. year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think someone so. will come in for him eventually. Will yeah, they will. Yeah, 100%. they will. But I mean, that's, we need to play him at some yes, point. 100%. But if the team are winning and then we're scoring goals, it's quite difficult to fit him in. It's hard yeah. to argue it, so. with our scoring record. It's yeah. hard to. It's, you, you can't say we're struggling. To no, we're not. So. No, no, no. So you can't you just could, say. You can only put, put him in really if it's a comfortable situation. I think. It's yeah, like, I see him on the bench. Too hard on him. On the bench, I think. Well, we all agreed we want to see him on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. This, this Saturday, yeah. I want to see him on the bench ahead of yeah. Nolte. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair enough. So on Saturday, we'll be playing Ipswich and. We're playing a team that's actually uh, worse than us <coughs> on the table. They've got one win and uh, 10 points from the whole of the season. We're now 16 games in. It makes it makes me feel better that there's a team that's actually considerably worse than us in some ways. It's just it's also <laughs> horrible, one of those games where you just think, well, the record that they've got, if anyone's going to 
score goals against us, like they did last season, we'll end up playing a horrific game of football and losing. They've got 12 um, goals. Yeah, so... 12 goals. It, all, the, all the signs, all the logic would say, yeah, we'll probably win again. Mm. Um, but you really know us too, better, too much... No, no, I agree, I agree. That. So you just got to hope that we, we turn up properly. Well, you've mentioned last season's game, which was the dreaded, horrific, <laughs> probably one of the worst games I've ever seen seen at the Medeski Stadium in the Championship era. I've seen worse in the Unpark uh, Championship era. So oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, there, there, was, there was a horrible 3-1 defeat at home to Port Vale once. Which oh, was, there were so uh, many the, the era. No, there were so many. So <laughs> many. It definitely was worse then, yeah. I looked at the team... And uh, I go through the team, and I think seven or eight of them will not even be there in the team on Saturday. So we had Manoni in goal, Richards, Ilori, Moore, Gunter, Aluku, Kelly, Swift, Barrow, Kermigan, and Bodvarsson. So I think seven of those players, six at least, will not be playing mm. on Saturday. And let's not forget, we had Chris Martin on the bench oh, Chris oh, Martin no. the game changer Chris Martin <laughs> and Dave Edwards was on the bench oh, as well. what a bench Elphick Elphick came on and oh he's just you know, he, he had a disaster well we were okay it was 71 minutes before Wacom scored and then we just collapsed and we that let in the, two comedy yeah, goals in the, the last minute the one where Maloney and Gunter nearly crashed into each yeah. other and then neither one of them did anything <laughs> yeah. that was yeah, the yeah <laughs> you look back and you can laugh now but I no, I suppose maybe you still don't laugh at that really. I just remember how much despair there was in that injury time when they scored oh. one after one after the other. Yeah, yeah. they scored in ninety one and ninety two. Yeah. They scored, they took the kick off and then we just passed it back to yeah, them. Yeah, pretty much did. It's incredible. Yeah, I've never heard booing quite like that. Oh yeah, it was the, it was yeah. It was absolutely that was horrific. Toxic, it? That, that was, was that was toxic. Yeah, that was. And they deserved it because that was horrific. Yeah. They just collapsed hundred percent. They just gave up. Mm. It was just, they didn't play like professionals. It was men against, I'm getting angry just thinking. (laughs) I said you could laugh. Let's just hope that Boot is on the other foot this time and Ipswich play like they seem to have played for the rest of uh, this season. Well, Freddie Sears is still uh, there. Yeah, Yeah, well, I'm hoping, I think we own one after that because that was so horrific. Some of the players are still there. Mm. Like I said, there'll be a lot of them that won't be involved in Sassy. Some of them aren't even there. Like Jan Kermigan, who also is playing for a team. Like hometown club. Oh, okay, yeah. very low level then, is yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like French fifth division. Something okay, like that. yeah. So it's kind of part time. Yeah, I think yeah. he's doing it for a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, he got sent off in his second game, I think. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, he brilliant. Seems to do it all for fun. <laughs> Love that. Getting big officials. Oh god. I think he's gone into insurance sales. I think. That's, something like I that. think that's what he's called. Some telly sales now, is he? The <laughs> <laughs> multi-millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's going around phone Do you know you've got PPI? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just don't do it in a French accent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I won't do that. No. You're like a low, a low. Uh, no, no, I'm really <laughs> tempted to do that, but I'm not going. <laughs> oh, so um, bad. Yeah, I think <laughs> back to Ipswich. Um, I know it's horrible to talk about Ipswich. Mm. I mean, they, the thing that worries me about Ipswich, I'm going in a bit of a, another direction here. Mm. I worry that we can end up being Ipswich. We're near, we're in a, oh, very near, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Only five points, and that's no, no, club. I, I mean, in terms yeah. of a yeah, club, yeah. like you say, because mm. Ipswich are so dull, 
They've had the dullest like fifteen year spell in football. They've just sat in the mid table of the championship. Yeah. They're trying to make it exciting for themselves this season, bless them, by having a relegation scrap. But um it, yeah. but they they they're just stodgy championship mid table fodder. And I think we're in we'll be in danger of being that team in ten years. Well, time. I would take mid table at the moment. At the moment, yeah. yeah. I mean because we're dreadful just, in some ways. We are getting better. I honestly do think that we are slowly Attacking wise, we've always all season we've looked okay. I think the midfield maybe could be starting to come together slowly. The difference is only like minus four. It's minus so. five, I think. Five. Yeah. So yeah. I'll say it. Oh, it's fine go. margins. Oh, no, oh. Don't, don't say fine margins. But the goal Why? difference does indicate that we're not as dreadful at times as we think we are. Mm. We just need to have a little bit more composure. Yeah. We are It's defensively, it's clear, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you look at it, we've got 22 goals, and that's fine, but we've conceded 27, so that puts us with a third worst defence in the whole of the league. <laughs> I, yeah, I Preston and Sheffield Wednesday have got 30. I, I don't conceded. think we're consistently awful. We're just very awful in five-minute spells in games, yeah. and that's what kills us. Yeah, but that's yeah, enough, though, isn't it? We're, we're not, we're not, I can't remember a game where we've been awful from one, minute one to, to the 90th. No, but we've had halves. Yeah, we've had halves. We've definitely, yeah, had, definitely halves. had halves, yes. Yeah. Um, that was why it was quite surprising that we almost... I would say we almost put two halves together on Saturday mm. against Bristol City. Mm. I know we were slacking points, so I'm not saying it was perfect, but we did kind of perform for the whole 90 minutes, which is yeah. good. And in Ipswich's last seven away games, they've let in two goals every single time. Mm. They failed just, to win. All of the pointers are just... Failed to win in 15 of so But Ipswich have failed to win in 15 of their 16 last games. Wow. Yeah. I, I think they are the, awful. The danger we're going to have is um, they've got a new manager now. He's, mm. I think he'll probably go there and try and shut up shop mm. and come away with a nil-nil. I don't think Paul um, Lambert can do that, though. I think Paul Lambert's come in. I mean, if you look at last week, they played against uh, an outfield player in goal for the last 15 yeah. minutes. Well, and Preston had the best chance to score. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, a, he's a very dull manager, though. He, he will, yeah. He's one of those that will go, we need a few draws in a row, then we'll build up, then we'll go get a few more wins. In the position they're in, I can see that. But yeah, asked, uh, was he Aston Villa? Yeah, he was Aston Villa. He got slated Norwich. there, didn't he? Yes. And Norwich, he was brilliant. They played, it's a weird thing. At Norwich, he played attacking football every single week and then he went to Aston Villa and just went the other way round and he bizarrely went to Stoke last season yeah he did he was at Stoke yeah, yeah, yeah. what a weird appointment that, that was. was there's a whole load of them Carlos Calvert yeah he went Swansea there's, there was a whole budget appointment just wasn't there <laughs> my teams who thought they were going down and thought yeah. we don't want to get a, yeah. an expensive manager yeah. in so I mean, if he comes there and plays five in midfield and mm. sits back I think that kind of plays into our hands a little bit. It's going to make it a lot yeah. easier for us to, and a lot less pressure on us. Yeah. I, I think mean, it would be that. Yeah. It's easy to set up in that way, but like as, as we find, we can set ourselves up defensively but still get battered because you just haven't got the mental confidence to be able to pull it off. Yeah. You've got to find some some level of organisation in, I don't know how long he's been in there, 10 days maybe, um, for that organisation to be there and be... But, you know, composite of your squad really quickly for that to happen so hopefully we can still carry on our, our little micro bounce and put them to the sword a bit um, you'd like to think there's not going to be too much opposition but 
This is us. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've seen a few things from the Ipswich goalie this season, Bukowski, which um, I wouldn't mind seeing again because he has had some absolute howlers. The Ipswich goalie. I mean, he did one against QPR recently when they were playing Ipswich, and he, he almost knocked the corner into his own goal. Sweet. It's just magnificent. I mean, if we can't beat Ipswich, Clement's going to be under massive, massive pressure. Yeah. I, I, a draw is not enough. It has to be a win. I think a draw he survives, barely. I think a defeat he's gone. Yeah. 100%. Uh, because it could, because it's the timing is against him as well. It's international break. Yeah. yeah. So that's the perfect. If you're going to do it, that's yeah. when you're going to do it. Francesco um, uh, Gwedlin. Who? Oh, that guy who looks like a retired PE teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't guy. believe that we're beginning to get in a Swansea, ex-Swansea manager in that was rumoured today from the uh, very trustworthy, as we've seen repeatedly, Italian online <laughs> media. <laughs> always getting random things about Reading Football Club. They had stuff yeah, about Yap Stam yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. It's always wrong. <laughs> so... I don't really. No, I'm not sure I believe any of that. To I, be I, don't, I think you can only look into that kind of rumour if you definitely know that Clement's going to go. Yeah. After a, a bad result, after a win, there's not much point talking about it because who knows what it could lead to. And no one's got their head in the clouds and think that we're going to go on an eight match unbeaten run or anything like that. But no. you can't really put speculation into play when we just won a game. No, but it would be great if we could do consecutive wins. I mean, imagine wouldn't that. It, wouldn't it? That would be halcyon days, wouldn't it? And how many it points would, would that put us clear of Ipswich? Well, we'd have 18, they'd have 10. 10. So. Yeah, that's a good buffer. It is, it is, but that's only bottom, though. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we are near the bottom as well. So I know, I know. What I'm saying is it's that 21st team that we need to... But we, the yeah, win last well, week was vital, because we had a little two-point gap before that, and we did not want that to yeah. develop. We no. got to keep that closed down and get ahead of it. Obviously, we were around the relegation zone for uh, quite some time. Yeah, then oh, we're <laughs> back in again. No, I think the um, that Greedlin rumor makes you think about the manager situation a little bit more. It's like that would I th- that to me is a lot worse than Clement. I'd yeah, rather, I mean, I'd much rather keep Clement every day of the week yeah, than maybe. one of. Uh, nanny's friends. <laughs> nanny's friends. Makes it sound like a nanny goat, doesn't it? Yeah, old lady. You're talking about Nanny, the yeah. sporting director. How disrespectful of you. <laughs> Gianluca Nanny. Gianluca. It's a great name, isn't yeah, it? But, it's a really um, great name. I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable with Gwydalyn coming in at all. No. We're really I, I Honestly, I, I would not believe anything from the Italian press about Redden Football Club. They always get it wrong. No. I say this, and in two weeks' time, we'll be talking about our new manager. <laughs> and there'll be a lawsuit from Gazetta della Sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, Swansea were the only team that Ipswich have beaten, and that was on the 6th of October. So they can actually have, they have won a game, Ipswich, so they don't come to us with that dreaded thing of no wins in the whole season. Because if you have that hanging over, you just feel you're going to be that team. I think we're going to win, and I think we're going to pick the same team from the Bristol City match maybe we'll make one change I would be tempted to bring in Gareth McCleary for Bulldog if Mayte's fit mm. yeah no I would oh, be tempted I wouldn't that's fair but I think Barrow has the play <coughs> on the left has the play on the left it worked quite, it worked at the weekend, are you? No, just, just, just saying I know put a cat amongst the pigeon really about that a lot of mm. 
some of the things I saw were sort of saying that Barrow didn't really seem to make an awful lot of that's up the winner though he did he came, <laughs> he came, uh, he came into it a bit more he was yeah. he, he built confidence where he hasn't played for a few weeks I think it's you've got to get used to it again yeah I, would, I wouldn't expect him to, to put a crazy instant, but yeah, but he, he he's, just yeah, he's, wonder about the attitude that he's got is he busting a gut for his teammates historically everyone says that Barrow isn't a second half player and he did oh, get in at 66 minutes, yeah. set it up. So I know only one, uh, there's only one occasion, so let's not make that into his yeah. uh, now a full 90 minute player. But if you had an attitude issue, you probably wouldn't be doing that, would you? No, yeah. no. But I'm just saying at the start of a game when he's picked, is he, yeah. is, he, is he now in a mentally better place that he thinks, I'm here, I'm going to do the business from the off. And he didn't seem to do that from the off. And what I read, he just seemed to okay. kind of grow into the game slowly. But, mm. you know, mentality of football is a yeah, he, thing, isn't it? He's, he impressed me with his intelligence for the, to set up the winner. He, yeah. It was a really, really good run. And it wasn't, because if you remember last season, earlier this season, he would get into a good position and then try and flash this cross in that goes yeah. too fast for anyone. No, he looked up this time, rolled it back, it was yeah. nice and calm. And that shows me he's got he's having a think now, mm. which is probably what he's guilty of not doing a lot of the time when he's playing. He runs around like sure. a bit of a headless chicken sometimes. They said he's a bit like a budget Jimmy Kebe, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> he's not quite as good as Jimmy Kebe, and he's never gonna don't think he's gonna quite ever reach those heights, but he's definitely a championship player and he's a player that we need in our team. For him not to be involved is a detriment to the team. Yes. He's yeah. he's one of the best players we've got and yeah, you just got to be in there yeah. to set these things up. Can I be controversial? No, no, no. no we don't believe <laughs> no, that. No, right. <laughs> we've told you about this before. I know, but uh, I've got. I think Eardom should be dropped. Whoa, whoa, no, think, no, think, no, I think, no. I think he's had two bad games in a row. For who? For Gunter. Uh, oh, for Chris Gunter. Bring Chrissy back, right? Wow. Because I'm only saying that because <coughs> I think Eardom has played every minute this season. Pretty much, um, and I. Th- Against Swansea, I was there. Uh, obviously, Saturday, I was there. He looks like he's lost uh, something. He's, he's he lost did give away with... a sloppy, a horrible penalty yeah, against yeah. Swansea. And, and he, he looked tired. He looked, and he did play he, everyone on side with yeah. the first goal. He looks Saturday. a bit lethargic at the moment. And I think it might mm. give him a bit of a, a boot on the backside. You're not guaranteed kind of thing. And I would just want to see him given a game off. Ipswich is a good game to do it in. If you're going to do it, do it Ipswich. I, I wouldn't drop him myself. Um, no. But... You know, that's your thoughts, isn't it? And uh, I'll let everyone else uh, tag you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you love Chris Gunter. Nice. Let's make this official. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, well, you want him back. You want your little Chrissy I, Gunter I haven't back. even started my Bring Back Dave Edwards campaign. Oh, uh, yeah, but I can see you. They can't see the listeners. you got your Chris Gunter Red FC shirt on. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that? Oh, he's just writing out his Christmas card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. oh Chrissy. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want for Chris. Oh, no. Chris Gunter, come in and do okay. I'm sure he would. But, um, no, maybe. I can see what you're saying. You're not the only person to say that, no. There's a few people that um, weren't really happy with the Adams' performances in the last few weeks. But I would say I've seen Chris Gunter for six years now, and I know what his levels are. And I think the Adams' capable of better. Oh, yes. No, 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 I, I think long-term, yes. absolutely 100%. Yeah. I just think maybe... We need the consistency, but I know it's fair enough. He hasn't been at his best in the last two matches, I agree. Totally. But he kind of cost us a Swansea match in some ways. Yes. <laughs> that stupid penalty. Yes, it was but ridiculous. there we go. So, thanks a lot for listening. 
And uh, hopefully this time, well, probably uh, Monday next week, we'll be talking about a glorious, glorious run of two matches and two wins. Can you imagine those giddy, giddy, giddy times? Neil, calm yourself, calm. (laughs) Where do we go up to if we win? Well, it depends. Oh, yeah, it's really hard to say. I think we could go up to uh, maybe the giddy height of 18. Whoa! Practically <laughs> mid table safety. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Just a point away from Rotherham. Why'd you ask these questions, Nate? Just <laughs> right at the end. Sorry, I just wondered. We could go up to 18 for the highest, but that would take yeah. multiple results to go our way. You but never know when your luck's in. <laughs> you never know. We can go joint level points. Wow, that would be such a lucky. It'd be like the best on Saturday night out ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 got into a nightclub you've been on the- yeah well let's stop that now so. <laughs> <laughs> cheers thanks a lot bye <laughs>